Hello, I'm Kate Tijero and I'm here with my daughter Tabby Tijero um, and our podcast today is all about energy and smiling. Um, this podcast, Life, Work and Other Stories is uh, our observations on and thoughts I suppose on how we're all navigating the pandemic. Um, I'm an executive coach, I work with some of the largest companies in the world and some of the smallest companies in the world, um, helping and um, working with people on success, on what they want to achieve, managing their emotions, all sorts of things, and I absolutely love it. And Tabby's going to introduce herself. Yeah, um, I'm Tabby, I'm obviously Kate's daughter. Um, I, as I said last episode, I'm on a gap year, I'm navigating my way through my gap year, trying to have fun while still keeping with the guidelines and obviously doing stuff like that. Um, I'm hoping to study musical theatre next year, so I'm very, like, artsy, like, singing, painting, that kind of thing. Um, and, yeah, that's everything about me, really. That's not everything, but that's quite a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> clearly, um, the, the weather's not been good for our souls in that in that it's winter, winter's lovely, end of the autumn, but it's been quite grey, hasn't it? And I've, I've noticed, I think you and I have chatted about it, that... I think managing energy is quite hard, isn't it? I've noticed it in the workplace. You know, people I talk to for you know during my day job, but also you know at home for everybody. Um, How do you do it? Um, For me, actually, I think all of my friends in all of our rooms, uni rooms, bedrooms, even one of my friends' kitchen, everyone I know has a light or LED light or like a lamp of a certain colour. So next to my bed, I've got a rock salt lamp. I've also got a lava lamp, which is a reddy colour. And recently, um, my dad put some LEDs in my room, actually, so I can now control them to be whatever colour I like, which is quite cool. But for me, I think energy, it drains in the, when it starts getting dark. That's when I find myself, like many people, getting less productive and being like, oh, just get into like pyjamas and have a bath go and sit and watch something and I think for me having like ambient lighting I guess helps me to keep my energy or high and also not to because I know sometimes in the winter it's easier to slip into feeling a bit sad when mm. it gets dark well, well I think it's well documented isn't it that there is you know a sad syndrome which is absolutely yeah around, it's yeah. around light and it's around, around the light that darkness you get and, and yeah and people so I have think, those special lamps, yeah. you know, wake them up or, or give them that ambient light. The energy, yeah. Yeah, there's literally those lights, aren't mm. there, that you can buy that yeah. are for en- like kind of physical and mental energy. So, yeah, for me, whenever it hits, when it gets dark, so around now, about like 4.30, turn on my love lamp, I turn on my rock salt lamp, and I put my other lights on, normally like a pinky colour. So my room is a, like a happy colour. Mm. And like, as we were talking about the other day, I had it on a dark blue, and my dad, interestingly, said he was like, oh, it's a bit of a cold, bit of like a, not heartless colour, but kind hard. of, yeah, hard colour. And you came in and went, oh, it's really calm in here. So I think it also really depends on... You as an individual, it must Yeah, be. completely, because I thought, like you, the blue, I found, found it quite calming and quite relaxing. But say, I wouldn't want a bright green in my room, so I'd be like, oh, it's a bit, a bit harsh. Mm. Well, it, with many of these things, it's finding what you like and what really works for you. So it's like we've got a, as you know, we've, we've for many years we've had a how how big is he? About two foot tall, um, light up penguin in our penguin kitchen. Penguin in the which, kitchen. Uh, yeah. Um, What's his name? Henrik. 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 Sorry, Henrik. Yeah. Got, got the penguin's name wrong. Henrik. Yes. And Henrik in the kitchen, and he's blue. Yeah. Um, and he arrived at Christmas, but he stayed there. Yeah. Since. Daddy brought he's, him in like 
oh, like Camden like yeah. three years ago yeah, and brought exactly. it back and we were all like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but he stayed there ever since on the kitchen window. Yeah, on the window kitchen window. Actually, it's really jolly and it's, well, you know, penguins aren't just for Yeah, but I think lighting is really, it's, it's yeah, a small thing, but it is. It's actually quite a big thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. sunlight and, you know, it's, it's like, you know, going out into nature or walking if one's able to during lockdown if you're working and even if you're just looking out the window or standing in the garden mm. just to get some even light. Even fairy lights. Yes. Like, fairy lights are so... Obviously, they look really pretty and they're Christmassy, and even though it's not Christmassy now, but I think they also add a nice feeling because they look very happy, like, because they're twinkly and Mm. happy. Like, I used to have some unicorn ones, some colourful ones, pom-poms, roses, like, every type of... And they're, like, so... You can get them to Amazon for, like, literally three pounds. Yeah. But they're so... I think they really do actually help they do they do that they just they, having they, a bit of something to turn on when it gets a bit dark a difference and i think whether you're you know in your office environment or working during the day or doing what you know what you're doing i think mm. lighting's a huge thing and actually digressing a bit but if you took to talk to interior designers you know one of the biggest yeah things it changes the whole the, room doesn't it changes the whole space you yeah know, having that you know that really good lighting yeah even candle like that kind of thing mm. same yeah an evening yeah yeah same thing same well, difference but don't we well, I have often yeah. have candles this time of day in the office, actually. Yeah. You know, to, to your point, it's just a calming... Smelly candles or not, it's just quite nice to... Like, it's, it's nice a natural light. thing. Not it's... Natural light, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, light. Light, looking yeah. after the light for your own after, energy. After your inner light and your outer light. <laughs> I mean, there we go, yeah. Very <laughs> yeah. philosophical. So, um, I was thinking about what to ask you, and I... I haven't told you my question yet, but... No. My question is... So, when you're in a boardroom or now a zoom room or a meeting in your bedroom yeah in the boardroom. Bedroom. Um, the and you've got say maybe five people 20 people 50 people and you feel like the energy's just a bit like no one really wants to be there everyone's a bit like slumped back like got there not the just doesn't look like anyone's that engaged what would you do or how would you turn that energy around without being like why is everyone being grumpy we need to all be happy how would you that's one tactic yeah how would you turn the energy of a room around of like a number of people if you're running a workshop maybe I, th- I think it's it's similar whether you're running you know a zoom room as you say or teams or whatever platform you're using or or if you're in a you know face-to-face room as, as we as we had before the, the lockdowns often sometimes you don't know whether you're not entirely sure whether the energy in the room's dropped on a platform because, of course, we've only got half the body language there. Yeah. But nine times out of ten, what I'll do is say, um, shall we... Um, shall we have a break? Why don't we all just stop for, you know, yeah. a couple of minutes, go and, you know, have a comfort break or go and get a cup of tea or just, you know, stand up, sit down, do some star jumps, or, you know, whatever works for you. Yeah. It was interesting. I had a... Um, um, I was in a, a quite um, interesting meeting talking about some quite quite difficult challenges um, and as many of you might know and Tabby obviously knows we, we got never had chickens before but we got <laughs> chickens in lockdown and um, having never had chickens before I forget to put them to bed and obviously putting your chickens to bed when you live in the countryside is quite important because we lots of foxes, foxes around here there. as well yeah. so I have a chicken alarm and um, on my phone which drives everyone crackers but the chickens are very pleased of it because yes. it means they get shut in at bedtime yeah. but I was in the middle of this meeting at it was a few months ago because it was still light at about 8 o'clock and it was a, a client overseas so time difference anyway my chicken alarm went off mm-hmm. in the middle of this really quite intense discussion and I just I'm obviously we all know there's cats and 
animals, you know, children, all sorts, because we're working at home. But it, it was it was funny because I said, I'm really sorry, I have to go. I have to go and put my yeah. chickens to bed. <laughs> chickens to bed. Um, but actually, what it did is broke the moment. And, mm. and actually, everyone went away. They said, well, we'll all have a chicken break. You know, I can't, remember, I can't remember who said that, but it was just a couple of minutes. And sometimes it's just enough to just shake off the energy, move it, change it. You know, and sometimes if we know our energy's slumped, we know physically can't see me sitting in my chair now but but we slump don't we you know you know you arch your back your shoulders yeah. are hunched and actually from a from a positivity or a presence perspective and you know presence is just as visible on on a platform as it is if you're face to face um and you do speak more clearly when your chest is open and your shoulders are up and you're projecting forward yeah so actually it might just be a matter of moments or to get everyone to stand up yeah I have got everyone to stand up in the past, which is which is which is quite funny. Occasionally you get, you know, obviously early lockdown, people have pajamas, shorts, yeah, and wherever. But <laughs> dressed on the I top think, half, or I think it's just you know sometimes it, that you know to your point when you when you've seen it slumped, it's, you just need a shift. Yeah, something to change. Yeah. So. Yeah. And talking about that, I think it's, it's interesting you asked the question because I think it links on. To, you know, we we thought we'd talk about smiling today, and I, and that sort of came from. Um, before lockdown, Tabby and I went into London um, to see the Royal Academy Winter Summer Exhibition, I think they called it, which yeah. was fabulous, yeah, wasn't it? Was it? Amazing. it was absolutely amazing. And we we got the train to King's Cross and then we walked through London um, to, to the Royal Academy and we wiggled through um, Carnaby Street and there on there's a little walkway there and just on the side of the wall someone had painted or whether it was... You know, yeah, I think it, was, it might have even been graffiti or, or like a poster that someone had just stuck up. Yeah. But it said, please smile to strangers. Yeah. And both of us looked at it and thought, that's so lovely. Yeah. Because actually, how much do we really need that at the moment? Um, you know, and, and smiles are catching. Uh, and, and we were nattering about it again the other night. Um, Don't Rock the Boat's been on this week on ITV again. Many of you have watched it. And Victoria Pendleton was talking about her resting pitch face. And she was talking about it, you know, with the um, SAS um, program that yes, she'd been in, as, yeah, yeah. and program that she'd been in as well, and I think it's interesting because often a resting face for all of us can look grumpy, miserable, yeah. fierce, intimidating, Some, many things yeah. because there's we're not conscious. We're just well, we are conscious, but we're co- focusing resting, on whatever. We're not resting. We're not thinking doing. about what our face is doing. Yeah. Whereas actually. And I remember after, you know, she'd been chatting about it, I thought maybe one should smile more. Because, of course, when we smile, it does it does impact our mood. Yeah. Because we release little mod- molecules called um, neuropeptides, um, which actually help fight stress. And then yeah. there's the other um, neurotransmitters, like endorphins um, mm. and, and serotonin, which is obviously an antidepressant, and, um, and dopamine, you know. And they all generally make us feel happier and positive. And, yeah. I, and there was a really interesting study, I think it was in the US last May, or no, maybe 2019, you know, that smiles do, smiling, the act of smiling, even if something very challenging is going on, does help lift your mood. Yeah. And protect them. I just think that's that's really, you know, that's really obviously one could end up looking a bit mad. Yeah, growing up Cheshire cat. (laughs) But it's one of those things that I think, you know, this environment is so hard to a greater or lesser degree for everybody with, you know, really difficult things going on, whether that's family, friends, challenges, yeah, whatever it is. So, so maybe that that you know, element of um, not forced smiling. 
but seeing being more conscious of being more conscious maybe of smiling yeah a day yeah absolutely yeah and who you smile you know smiling yeah, you, you know smile whether, whether it's delivery yeah. drivers or when you're out you know buying essential shopping or, or yeah if you catch eye with someone if you're going to smile at them and just walk past or if you're going to smile and do a little dance and be like oh my god which way are you going to go and do you know what I mean yeah definitely and, and I think it's true because yeah. it, you know smiles are they're catching that's a bit like laughter yeah your little sister was laughing about something the other day and I can't even remember what it was about but I started laughing as well because she, it was such a guffaw yeah when something she was like had really tickled her and it was really and I'm laughing now but yeah. I can't remember what it was but it was so funny and I, I had a flick through some um um I suddenly recalled this morning, I wrote a book about five years ago, I thought, I'm sure I had a chapter on smiling. Anyway, I, I took it out and had a look, and, um, and I did. And kids generally smile 400 times a day. A happy, oh, we're classing happy, grown-up, <laughs> this is based on research that um, I, we can share with everyone. Um, about possible. Which oh, is the on Amazon. Is, it, yes. You can go and buy. There you go. You can. <laughs> the plug. We're not here to plug, but thank you for the plug. Um, happy grown ups generally smile 40 to 50 times, but the average adult smiles 20 times a day. Mm. That's not very many, is it? Not at all. So, like, like, we've got 24 hours in a day. You're asleep for just to say 10, so you're awake for 14. That's like one an hour, a bit more than one an hour. Yeah. But that really isn't very no, much. That's not very many. And actually, the fact that it does impact on one's mood, and obviously some people are more smiling than others, but yeah. you can still smile inwardly, can't you? Have, like happy, you can have a happy face without smiling. Like when I was in year one, my choir teacher told me that I had really happy eyes, and I was always like, "What the hell does that mean?" But I think now with the mask, I get it more because when I'm say at yeah. work. I'll smile at someone, no one can see the bottom of my face, and I'll smile and be like, hi, how can I help you? And people smile back at me, but obviously you can just see your yeah, eyes. So I think see. even now more than ever, it's important to, I guess, smile at other people. Yeah. Because when, you never know, someone could be walking past you in the street that's just, I don't know, found out their goldfish had been swiped by their cat or something. Yeah. Like, or, or do you know something. what I mean? Like anything. Well, yes. Or they just and, run and out of fuel in the yeah, wrong the place. Or... or the pandemic we're in at the moment, something horrendous. Awful, yeah. Really, really awful could have happened. Yeah. And actually, smiles don't cost anything, do no. they? But if you can just make that... Or even just, you know, like when in your... Saying you're, you're in a village, I feel like if, you're, if you've got a dog or you're just going on a walk and you walk past someone more than likely you do just say good morning don't you or you're running oh, yeah. and you Always, run past yeah. a cyclist or you cycle past a cyclist or walk past a cyclist lots of more people than not I'd say say morning or be like hi you're right and I think that also goes a lot further like who someone the other yeah. day I was with I can't remember who it was I think I literally went to the shop to buy something to put in my cookies yeah it was and he smiled at me and I just think he said I like your car do you remember yeah and he gave me a thumbs up and I was in such bad mood that day and I remember coming home being like <laughs> oh yes I do remember you yeah, and, bad, I, yeah. Bad mood and I remember coming day. home and being like that was just really lovely like it was someone I don't know he didn't need to say anything he could have just completely blanked me and me walking past but he smiled and said something it was a double like that's really sweet yeah just like nice yeah oh absolutely and, and it made yeah. your it made it um, massively um, it uh, improved your day yeah 
you know, a total stranger. Yeah, you know, I, I think you know, people always say, don't they? You know, the, the impact of the impact of strangers. Yeah, can be huge, and, and, mm. and I think certainly at the moment, you know, we're all in this together. Um, oh yeah, completely. To, yeah. You know, to a greater or lesser degree, and, and actually smiling at whether that's whether that's just a bit of joy, a bit of fun, or whether it's solidarity, or whether it's just a you know a human. You know, we can't hug each other, and for those of us that um, are quite tactile, yeah, that's really hard. But as you say, our eyes speak volumes um, mm. and just before this call actually I had um, I had a um, um, a conference call to do with, with a client uh, so someone I didn't know actually it was a call that as, as a part of a project that I'm doing at the moment but you know what he, I said to you didn't I he was a really joyous smiley buoyant um, um, chap you know yeah. with a you know, huge job being responsible but he it was just it was magic mm. it was really it was really lovely yeah. and we ended up to, to, I told him we were doing a podcast and why we were talking about it but it, and he was saying that actually he often at the beginning of his meetings he'll get everyone to talk about the good things that have happened mm. you know which again we'll often do in workshops and stuff but actually he said before he starts any meeting everyone talk about something good yeah and for some it might be massive or others it might just be one of my favorite biscuits in the coffee you know it doesn't yeah, have to be yeah something doesn't really have to be a, a huge thing but i think that maybe that you know act of smiling outwardly inwardly because you know from a neuroscience perspective it does actually make a massive difference make, yeah it does i guess also actually physically like when yesterday i planned on going around going on a run sorry and I ended up not going because I was like well to be fair it was quite cold yesterday um so I kind of said I was like oh I can't go for a run it's a bit cold um but um (laughs) but I went for a run today instead but this morning I woke up just feeling a lot more happier and positive so I was like oh do you know what I'm just gonna go for a run do you know what I mean and yesterday I I could have gone for a run and it probably would have made me feel better but at the same but at the same time, you know when you're just like, do you know what? I'm just gonna have a day to myself, not worry about not making about. myself go on a run. Yeah. Because there are so many people that I think are like exercise role models that do actually say, sometimes you just don't force yourself to do something. Mm. If you have say written a calendar and been like, uh, Monday I'm gonna go for a 5k run, Tuesday I'm gonna do an ab workout and a leg workout, and you wake up that morning being like, I just no part of me wants to do this don't always put the pressure on yourself to actually do it yeah it's a really good point uh, you know I, I think it's a really good point and interestingly I, I read something on that the other day it was talking about exercise and it said actually if you don't exercise I can't I can't reference the science because I, I, I can't remember but um but it was a really interesting article a couple of days ago talking about the fact that if you don't exercise for a couple of days it's actually quite good for your body to reset yeah obviously if it's a fortnight that's going to have an impact but actually for a couple of days you'll yeah, find no, that then is. when you go back into it whether it's fresher mm. or whether it's running or swimming or cycling or your you know workout in your room or your yoga whatever it is you tend to come back at it better yeah um, I think also when you want to do it you know, like yeah. if you want to do it, obviously the, I'm not saying whenever you wake up and be like, oh, can't be bothered not to go. But I'm just saying sometimes you just need to give yourself a bit of slack sometimes. Like if you've been... Excuse my daughter. If you've been um, maybe like training something or just being like, oh, I'm working up to doing a 5K. And like one day, even if you just feel a bit ill. Yeah. Don't force yourself. I think I think the other interesting point about that, and and bring it back into into you know the work environment. Unless you've got a really hard deadline, which is sort of an hour away, 
if there's something that maybe you're not at peak from an energy perspective and I don't know it's a creative project or it's a project that's really important to you that might be something to do with your visibility in terms of your promotion or what's coming next you know that there's there's nothing wrong with thinking actually I'm not going to do my best work now yeah or I I, you know and we all know we all do it don't we you do it and and then and then you think you look at it the next day and think actually but I mean it's part of the process it's part of the iteration but again sometimes that when you just know that and again to the point about our thoughts influence our mood Mm. if we're writing for example and we're feeling a bit grumpy or we're feeling anxious yeah, it will or come angry through. it will come through of course it will come through to you more know, or a less degree emotion. I think depending on how well you know the person like yeah. if you or how you know yourself. if you'd written something when you were feeling a bit grumpier at something I think I'd be able to tell more than someone that didn't know you as well yeah. but I think it still does it's come through, through. Oh, definitely. more definitely. than I think you'd think it would yeah oh exactly well it's, it's like writing writing emails in, in the heat of the moment I think you know um, they're, they're, I, I don't know what the, the figures are now but there was a figure for litigation in New York I think it was about eight nine years ago and it was north of a billion you know from poorly worded emails in the business environment and again sometimes you know it's like those things if we're really angry about something write the email don't send it but walk away and then come back completely yeah and and we still might be there'll still be the heightened emotion around Mm. whatever it is has happened yeah, but we can we can. Just it's like that quote. It's like I think it's even a relationship quote, but you can link it to everything else. It's always like, don't reply when you're, don't make decisions when you're angry, upset, or I can't believe the other one is. Well, it's when you've got your heightened emotions. Yeah, because when you're like, I know for me personally, if I'm upset and say you were like, let's go for lunch, I'd be like, oh, I don't want to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know exactly that, what you mean. I know there. that sometimes <laughs> I'm a bit like, oh, if I'm feeling sad, I don't want to. I'm happy just kind of being a bit sad and just kind of moping around a bit. So I think also... <laughs> I just avoid. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, yeah, just... But, but I think the thing about that, and again, it's awareness, isn't it? It's knowing that when we're, we've got heightened emotion, you know, from something that's happened at work, a poorly worded email that we've arrived, or suddenly our deadline that we thought was Thursday is now Tuesday, or yeah. I don't know, whatever the thing is that's happened, it might be positive or, 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 or you know, challenging. Um we'll go into fight flight mode and mm. when we go into fight flight mode that's when we're more likely to fight something freeze or or flee yeah. from it which is where the language that the use of what we do is not going to be so good yeah so. yes so so smiling as abraham lincoln said um most folks choose um most folks are as happy as they choose to be have i got that right i haven't got that right I'm putting my glasses on now. I didn't have my glasses on then. I can't talk and put my glasses on. That's weird, that thing. Most folk are as happy as they make up their minds to be. You were almost there. I was nearly, yeah, the Kate was version there. of yeah. Abraham, Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln. <laughs> yes, there we go. Got it right in the end. Properly yeah. <laughs> attributed. Lastly, what would your words be on harnessing energy and personally keeping it high? Um, that's a really good question. And I think it's really... Um, it's, it's a tricky one, particularly at the moment. And, and um, I, th- I think one somebody, I was listening to something, I can't remember what it was now, it might be something on the radio, and, and, but play, and someone said, oh, don't panic. Or they said, no, they said, cheer up, don't panic. And you think, Ooh. well, that's going to work. And I think we all know that, don't we? Yeah. You know, um, you think you might get a black eye saying something like that. Yeah. However, if someone says, don't panic, don't worry, chances up we're really het up about something. Mm. And of course, the last thing you're going to do when 
you're panicking is maybe go and calm down or go and have a sleep or go and have a rest or go and to look at it because because it's heightened and it's fizzy isn't yeah. it fizzy I, I, you know whatever words you choose yeah, yeah. so actually if there's that heightened energy there because you're worrying or a bit anxious or um, or panicking or fearful you know whatever the thing is um I'm talking about obviously when when we know the energy's dipped I think one thing to do there is to write stuff down Mm. you know write small notes not big leaps small notes about post-it note post-it note post-it note yeah just stick it on your laptop stick it on your wall whatever you know the thing you're worried about and then of course your subconscious and, and the more we can act- access our subconscious in terms of managing our energy my goodness you know it, yeah. it really we haven't talked about that too much but we'll talk about that next time um but it's really really powerful so i think you know harnessing that energy when we know it's not it's tinged perhaps with negative or challenging energy mm. is to is to use it write some things down and go and do something different yeah have a change of scene um, change of scene you know listen to something that makes you laugh or some music that you absolutely love you know even in the middle of a busy day you know maybe you've had 12 <laughs> 12 hours of back-to-back team meetings or yeah. zoom calls Sat whatever. In the same chair. yeah which is so unhealthy from you know back mind body soul everything, <laughs> everything. yeah um but actually, you know, stand up for two minutes, put some music on, put mm. some, or, you know, or whatever, or, or go and light a candle, or I don't know, change the lights, yeah, or something. Yeah. something, order some fairy lights, um, yeah. whatever it is. Um, so I, I think it's those things that you know to put the, if the energy is negative, how you can either walk it off, put it somewhere, and go towards those things that will give you. Put your energy, energy, negative energy in a box, chuck it in a drawer. Yes. I know people that do that. Yes, yeah, so do I. Actually, um, someone who's actually got a in his in his real office, as opposed to at home, or maybe he's got it at home now. He has a briefcase, old style oh, briefcase. Really? People do sit in this when he opens it and just metaphorically puts yeah. it in there, shuts it up. Yeah, yeah it, you know, it works. It works for him. And, and again, with all of these things, we're all different. Yeah, and we have to find the thing that works yeah. for us. You know. Yeah. So. Cool. Exactly. Brilliant. Well, thank you, Tabby. Thank you very much as well. Marvellous. Well, we're sending lots of smiles, aren't we? Yep, lots, lots of, of smiles. smiles down the airwaves. Happiness, um, happy and happy energy, smiley energy. Yeah. And we will see you, hear you next week. See <laughs> you, listen to you, all the senses. Yeah. Next week. Yes, have a good week until we see you next time. Absolutely. Stay safe, stay well. Bye. Bye.